Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Welcome back to our next episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about trends and uh, our sources are thisversusthat.org, buzzfeed.com, and vice.com. So according to vocabulary.com, a trend is what's hip or popular at a certain point in time. In today's society, fashion trends are determined by many factors. Uh, one of which is trend forecasters. They're the people who predict the future of fashion through micro trends. And micro trends are items that go in and out of style rather quickly, usually from season to season. And then we have macro trends also that they uh, predict. And macro trends are that which um, is more long term and can sometimes last for years. And then there's influencers. So these are people and they tend to be people who are rich or famous or influential in some way. And um, they have a significant impact on the fashion industry by their influence on others. And something else to consider as well that there's a lot of companies who can pay said influencers to promote their products. And if so-and-so is wearing it everyone's going to want to be wearing it right so that's kind of how that works yeah um fashion also or i guess we're talking particularly about fashion today but trends in general are also dependent on other world factors like culture politics economics and even technology and then there's consumers so this is a little bit less influential but it's the ability or desire to buy into something so as a consumer um so yeah and I even think about um I don't know if you're aware of this show mom but there's one called next in fashion on Netflix uh and they it's basically a competition on how people compete to create these designs and fashion works and whatever and it's big elaborate things that you would never see anybody walk down the street in but it's trying to predict what those fashion trends could potentially be so it's big elaborate you have to think outside of the box things like I remember there was one puffer jacket that was like I don't know four or five meters long and it was like a train like as if anyone's going to wear a puffer jacket like that but it's trying to get a wow factor right on this particular show yeah I see uh you know I used to watch fashion television and you'd see these outlandish things which at the time were outlandish but now some of the things that they bring on the runway are like what are you even like who wears this stuff and one that comes immediately to mind which I don't even know whose friend it, uh, whose whose friend or which friend of mine posted it, but it was uh, fashion trends for the fall and the winter, and it showed these people on the runway and they're bundled up like they've got 
scarves like there must be 200 scarves on them and that like they can barely they're a mummy and then there was this other uh person that had like pillows they had cut pillows around their body so they just look like a stat like a snowman of pillows essentially <laughs> i commented on whosoever page it was i just said like this is <laughs> this is clothing for me in the winter because <laughs> i'm always so cold right either i'm too hot or too cold but yeah anyway that's that's what comes to mind when you mentioned that show yeah similar kind of backgrounds I feel but uh yeah so we've kind of divvied up different um trends uh by girls boys and then just in general kind of trends uh we have quite a list so we'll We'll just start working through some of them as some of them are pretty comical and uh, we'll see where we get. So I'll start with snail skincare uh, for girls. So yeah, snail slime essentially has turned into a big thing. So using snail mucin, which is a real word, I looked it up. Uh, it is what you think it is and turning it into oils, serums, and slime facials. Uh, and some people even use the actual snail. Yeah, that's kind of gross, but we're so influenced sometimes. Hey, eh? like I was, when I was looking up things for our show notes, you know, when you look back and you see the bell bottoms of the sixties, like they were inspired by the U S Navy uniforms and what would inspire this other than just the, the whole facial thing. Like skin care is a big thing right now. So I think you could tell anyone, anything, listen, you know, listen. rub your in on your face or something. And I'm sure people would go for it. I don't know yeah your sister lives with me so I'm fully aware of you know, she's mixing some potion in the kitchen and I'm like what are you doing <laughs> on TikTok, so. right right but yeah yeah <laughs> but, I mean, just think of the other things like that I think I grew up in the 80s right so there was like the puffy shoulders and we're not just talking like minimal shoulder pads like they were square and villainous looking and you know you'd pair that with a pair of leg warmers <laughs> and you had a, a great look going on for the 80s and then when you look at the even the 90s some of the crazy trends right like think about the snuffleupagus lashes that some girls had and that's not just the 90s anymore I feel like it's back again so yeah. you can call it the 90s but I've been seeing them so it's just this like with the eyelashes all the time like and then you're in I've seen the funniest videos of women will be out in the winter weather or whatever and the wind's just blowing and their eyelashes are just like they can't they can't close their eyes because their eyelashes are just like blowing in the wind and it's comical. so funny to think who sits back and thinks of this stuff right like here's another one that first appeared in 2021 and it stuck around and became a common thing now nose blush it is very common and I can actually speak on this um so it is kind of like it started in like the e-girl kind of area. So it's kind of just an alternative subculture that follows Japanese inspired trends. Um, and it creates that like kind of flustered or sick kind of look. But it is very popular right now in the same way that you use highlighter to, you know, 
lighten certain areas of your face to create that jawline or cheekbone. Um, the same with contour, like the whole, it's kind of just an added, like, oh, I'm going to dust a bit of pink on the end of my nose. And to my eyes, it looks actually okay if done properly, but that could just be because of my age group. <laughs> yeah. I d I'm thinking of when you went to high school and there was a trend there for a while of like the goal was to go to school looking like you just rolled out of bed and your mascara like girls were putting mascara and eyeliner like under their eyes and mixing it all in so you looked like you just got up and it was dripping down your face well that's how it appeared to you but to my eyes in high school yes it was like it looks like you fell asleep with your mascara on, but it wasn't looked at sideways necessarily because no. most girls were doing it. Yeah, don't get it at all. But here's another thing. It's one of those situations that just came to be. I don't think girls were necessarily purposefully trying to make it look that way. It was just became socially accepted that it was okay. I don't well, know. I think it's come back around too, right? Because I read... Uh, in Korea in 2021 that it kind of what we're talking about was mm. thing. and it's still hanging around so basically you want to look like you have dark bags under your eyes and you haven't slept in weeks like yay I'm in style right. just, I, I can't for the life of me figure out why you'd want to make yourself look worse if it's a trend, I don't know what to tell you. Um, there's also faux beauty marks and freckles. I actually know a couple people that do this. Um, and it's so funny how freckles kind of, they have a touch and go situation. Sometimes people want to have freckles and other times it's like cover them up. And it tends to always be the people that have freckles want to cover them up and the ones that don't have them want to put faux ones on their face so there's actually products that are sold I'm not familiar with the brands or names necessarily but I do know there's techniques like there's some girls that put the product on a toothbrush and then they flick it so it creates this like splash effect and then you leave it for a couple minutes and you wash your face and it has that like faded freckle appearance but to me I notice when they're faux like when they're not real, just because they're so strategically placed. Some people sit there and dot them specifically. I don't know. And there's like DIY dimples now too, mm -hmm. right? Where you use a marker and you contour and yeah. You can do a lot with makeup. That's for sure. I don't, I've not seen the dimple one personally, but I'm sure, I mean, it's got to exist for sure. Yeah. And not too long ago, there were girls like with horror stories right of staining their face for weeks with henna products and yeah yeah they would try to be doing this freckle effect and then they'd go to wipe it off and it would be so dark and then you're stuck with it because it's henna and henna stays like it stays for I think depending on what part of the body you have it but it's at least a week wow so uh also neon eyeliner and tie-dye nails it's not so weird to me. I don't know. That's the more normal of the stuff, right? <laughs> I guess. Um, and underwear as outerwear. You want to explain that one, mom? Because I'm not familiar. 
I don't know. It just, you know, when I was looking up things, that's one of the things that showed up. Perhaps they mean in the sense of like bralettes and things like that, that kind of lingerie sort of things are seen as appropriate tops to wear out in public or. Yeah, maybe. And a lot of the younger girls dresses now almost look like what in my day, you know, you would wear underwear to the bedroom, right? Yeah. yeah but also um when I saw it on the runway it was very obvious like you know I'm wearing all black but I'm wearing my white bra and my white panties you know over top of my black stuff and do people for real do that in the world could just be on the runway (laughs) but what is it trying to inspire like mission accomplished all the girls prom dresses this year look like negligees like i don't know i don't know um the next thing we have here just a few more for the girls is cut out clothing so this is clothing that quite literally like it sounds you just cut out certain parts of it so you might have the upper chest part uh, cut out. You might have the arms cut out, uh, the back, the side, even the back side. <laughs> Some people yeah. cut out. So would that be like the, you know, the onesie that you had when you were a child? That you could right, the flap <laughs> opens, right? <laughs> to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I don't quite understand the back side of your pants missing, but okay, why not? Also, yeah. there's a gigantic jeans, so wide leg is in, of course, but we're talking like super double, triple wide leg, and the pants are way too big, and you're holding them up with a belt pulled as tight as possible, and it just looks like you've got a bunch of random fabric basically on because you can't differentiate anything because it's also big and pulled together. Yeah, just tripping over your own pant legs, basically. <laughs> and the converse of that is tiny things like miniature purses and glasses for accessories. Yeah, and not just that, but I it's something about tiny things that is attractive. I don't know. Um, I know the mini brands thing. It's less so about um, women my age, but maybe a little bit of my sister's age, maybe younger. There's that mini brands where it's just cool to collect many items um that are sold in these like little balls and it's like you get this mini thing of ketchup and a mini bag of chips and a mini whatever that's still a thing yeah kind of to my understanding maybe not so much in our age groups but um they're still sold I still see them around that's crazy so why don't you tell us some of the boy trends so uh, to start off, there's statement beards. So this is kind of a continued trend, but in it just shifts in what is in and what's not in. So there's everything from the Spartan where all the hair is concentrated on the chin area and then it's just short on the sides. Um, then you just get like the Duck Dynasty statement beards. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, you also have fresh flower beards which I wasn't aware of those but then once you mentioned it to me months ago mom and then I started to see them online so that was just funny how it was like all of a sudden it was there but yeah it's just basically these beards that are well groomed and there's a bunch of flowers within them and it's it becomes a statement piece quite literally 
go out for a walk and start picking wildflowers, <laughs> inserting them into your beard. I don't know. Don't get it. Bleach blonde hair for guys is in right now. Turtlenecks, ew, they're back. <laughs> little Austin power, power ish. You know what? There's something about a turtleneck that can look nice if done properly, but I feel like in a lot of circumstances, they don't. Turtlenecks should not be a thing. <laughs> I have yet to see a good job on that, so you let me know if you see. Oh, okay. <laughs> Painter pants as well. I don't even know. Do you know what painter pants are? Um, actually, now that you asked me for a second, I was like, no, it might be the um, the long baggy ones that are like cut in such a way. I don't know how to describe it in actually, words. Your sister has a pair, strangely enough. So yeah, they just like they're kind of not denim, but they're thick, like jean type material, but yeah. usually colored like white or cream or I don't yeah. know another colors and they're wide in the leg but down the legs like there's two big pockets on the back there's the side slit pockets and then you've got these random pockets going down the leg and I guess they're called painter pants because if you were a painter you'd put your paintbrushes <laughs> but when I was in this you know when I grew up in the 70s we had these really cool combs that were about 12 in 10 to 12 inches long and they had like a sticker on them that could say like smile you're beautiful or some brightly colored whatever and it was like a thing if you had painter pants you had to have one of those combs to go in your pocket on the side with like the little message sticking that's in. funny it is I've, yeah i've never heard of that um and then there's the urban hikers. So you're basically dressed like a normal person, but then finishing off the look with a chore coat. So these are from the 1950s and it's like a worker's coat. So imagine huge pockets all over it to store tools and paintbrushes. We're just on the brush painting kind of trends, I guess. Um, or a field coat, which was designed for American soldiers fighting in the Vietnam War. So that's considered the urban hiker as wearing one of these big coats i guess okay also on the coat uh department we've got four men faux fur coats and pimp style hats I cute dress up box <laughs> exactly dress up <laughs> or we also have velvet tuxedo jackets so that screams i don't know to me that's not so like out of pocket it's just like okay it's a velvet jacket again if it's done right it can be nice but a lot of times it's maybe not um and then i'm sure this is mom's favorite tall socks pulled over your pants um, i feel like that's a you know, one of your pet peeves <laughs> seeing these great big you know I call them dad socks, but because I just don't know what else to call them. They're just pulled halfway up your calf and then you just stick white, your pants in. Like basketball socks, the white cotton ones with the three stripes on them or whatever. Is yeah. That... Yeah, I can't see that being done right ever. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> or anyone, uh, it's mostly monochromatic looks. So sort of like an AI, very one-dimensional, very cut hair like of course cut haircut you know what I mean like angled haircut everything and... is very sharp and yeah like very 
definitive shapes I know what you mean and like grays and blacks and whites and navies like there's no other color yeah no that's very valid yeah I didn't consider that when you say it like that but it's very would you call those not neutral tones but monochromatic like all one color yeah Yeah. I guess they'd be neutrals yeah for sure it's meant to look like this whole AI thing that we're headed into now right I don't know that AI is the right word I don't know if that's something that you used as to describe it but it's almost like this cool but casual kind of look for people like I imagine we're going back to turtlenecks now because that's what I'm imagining like a, a a brown turtleneck with like a I'm picturing a man a brown turtleneck with like a beige long coat and then he's got penny loafers and you know what I mean it's just that very like I'm sophisticated but it's also relaxing kind of look does that make sense yeah I think we're thinking two different types of people I'm thinking like they're in a spaceship (laughs) oh okay (laughs) I'm glad I sound weird (laughs) almost like what you'd see on Star Trek like you know that kind of monochromatic look for clothing and yeah you're thinking like old navy commercial yeah pretty much (laughs) like real (laughs) um the only other two or the one that we have left is crocs so those are still quite in fashion they kind of had a dip there for a couple years but they are very much back they're very much like hot commodity kind of thing you see them everywhere and now they have like the fuzzy lining um they some have the strap around your ankle some don't um I was actually with a friend yeah well I was I was just gonna say I was with a friend um over this past weekend and we were somewhere and they looked down they were like oh what are these buttons and I was like you don't honestly think those are buttons and they were like well what else would they be and I'm like they go on crocs and he was like oh like why would you put those on crocs they're ugly and i'm like no no there's the actual crocs are um of all the trends we've seen they're known as the greatest rebranding triumph of the 21st century like wow great how do they drag that out i know but they got the sandal and they've got the you know the garden shoe and they've got and they're all ugly (laughs) And it's this, it's so funny because my age group, I know some women that go to the clubs with Crocs on, like, it's just, <laughs> it's okay. And if you have all those, you know, little things to put through the holes there, I don't know the proper term, they're not buttons, but you know, we, we all know what we're talking about here. But if you have a bunch of them, it's like seen as like, oh, and where did you get that one? And oh my gosh, I've never seen that one before. It's kind of like when we went to Disney and they had yeah. like the buttons that you could collect on your lanyard that but... was that was the thing in the 70s too that we collected these little pins or these round you know yeah yeah um talking about crocs i've got to say one of my a friend that i used to hang out with a lot and that's all she ever wore anywhere and so she when you said you know, people wear them to the clubs and stuff. I'm horrified by that. But she used to actually like have 
special crocs for you know oh she'd say these are my fancy crocs or these are oh my, my goodness I don't know if she really you know mixed it up or she was just trying to confuse me so that it would be okay but yeah I can't imagine myself wearing those to the club that's for sure it's just you never know what's going to become trendy I guess is our main point um there's lots of technological advancements and influential people over the centuries that have resulted in fashion choices becoming a significant aspect of our identity um, and they can have a profound impact on our self-perception and the image that we project to others and consequently the way people interact with us and they can actually influence a wide influence a wide range of scenarios so from the result of a sporting event to how an interviewer perceives our capability to perform well in a job like we are it's quite literally judge a book by its cover yeah also clothes can reflect our mental and emotional state right so yeah. um sometimes closing clothing mishaps can be a visible manifestation of what we're going through on the inside you know uh i think <laughs> Actually, it happened this morning. My daughter got up and she prepared to go to school and, she, you know, she had a cute top on and some gym pants. And it wouldn't, not a biggie, you know, whatever. But normally she's a little more dressed up. And I noticed that a couple other times recently she had worn gym pants. And of course, as a mom, you're like, oh, maybe she's depressed. <laughs> you know, she's not, she's not looking after herself anymore. Right. She's advance so I said I actually asked and said like is it a thing right now to be wearing gym pants or are you just not feeling jeans today or whatever and yeah it was nothing but it's interesting the mentality just generationally right yeah absolutely um so and that being said as well I feel like there's a lot of circumstances where like like you're saying, it can reflect our mental and emotional state. It's also about um, your the resources you have available to you. So some people quite literally just don't have um, what some do um, when it comes to fashion. So it's just about necessity over anything else. Yeah. And it, it does affect the impression we give off to other people, for sure. When you mentioned early about the, earlier about the job interview, right? Like some corporations take that seriously if you don't come in dressed up like who they're looking for even if your resume and your interview goes well like it can be a strike against you yeah and not to go off on a tangent but the same can be said about tattoos body piercings any body modifications um it's just about how people perceive you um just its face value quite literally um and fashion can also reflect uh, growth and our changing values. And it just can also be a form of self-expression as well. Yeah. And we all want to dress in a way that reflects our values and traits, but especially young people, right? They want to have the ability to express themselves through their fashion choices. But ironically, the search for self-expression often ends up in a cookie cutter look or a style that you know, is something that the wearer isn't. Yeah. yeah. It's just more about throwing it on, right? Yeah. Um, 
if you look at, let's say, Durapasta High School, like many, many of the kids there are all dressed the same, even though they're looking for their personal identities as they grow and mature. I think of stuff that I wore <laughs> through the years that was trendy, but you know, it, it just didn't work out. And you're thinking, oh, I can pull this off, even though it's not at all your personality. And maybe if you walked in there with confidence, you could pull it off. But I think we'd be fooling ourselves to think that we don't exude that somehow that you're a little bit uncomfortable. And I think of a recent incident that you and I um, had been out somewhere and I saw a girl wearing a dress and it was a nice dress looked great on her but the whole time that she was standing talking to somebody beside me she was doing this right and I'm thinking like wow make it obvious that you're not comfortable in what you're wearing and it, we're not just talking once or twice that she was doing mm. herself like it was almost constant and I kind of felt bad for her because I thought like you've got to put in the whole time that you're at this place wearing what you're wearing but obviously you're uncomfortable with that right so I think we've all fallen um, into the trap of wearing something that we thought was going to work out but then once you get where you're going you're like oh bad decision I see it partly different as well. Um, it could be that we think it's going to be good and then it was a bad decision, but also it could just be you feel the pressures to put on something that isn't necessarily your first choice, but because it's maybe a work event or you're going to your spouse's whatever and you want to make a good impression. So you put on a dress that wouldn't typically be your style, but you want to put off a, a good positive influential vibe or whatever um so that could very well be the case that you know you're not going to be comfortable but it's you know you're trying to put yourself out there a little bit more so that you put off but that's a whole other topic in itself about putting on this show of someone that we're not but anyway I digress <laughs> right, right so I guess the whole point here is although you might be tempted to follow the latest fashions nothing compares to fit functionality and comfort and you know what you feel good in usually it's not something that your mind is constantly constantly occupied like what we were just talking about um and whether others like it or not it really doesn't matter if it fits your own personal style and taste right so thank you so much for tuning in again today and the main message of today i guess is you do you. I know we're so influenced by things around us and sometimes it's easier said than done. And again, like I said, some people don't have a choice in what they want to portray in their, you know, we're talking about fashion trends. Some people just don't have that ability in the first place. But for those that do, it's so easy to fall into the trends and things that we're not comfortable in. It, in. So just do you do what makes you happy so we will see you next monday for our next episode see you next time if you or someone you know has a unique story to tell we'd love to hear from you email us at the imperfect podcast at outlook.com for more information and how to connect with us on social media you can visit us at our website theimperfectpodcast.ca 
And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.